A reading from Matthew chapter 18, verse 1 to 6. The greatest in the kingdom of heaven. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who then is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He called a little child to him and placed the child among them. And he said, Truly, I tell you, unless you change and become like the little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever takes the lowly position of this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me. If anyone causes one of these little ones, those who believe in me, to stumble, it would be better for them to have a large milestone hung round their neck and, and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. Matthew 18, verse 10 to 14. See that you do not despise one of these little ones, for I tell you that the angels in heaven always see the face of the Father in heaven. What do you think? If a man owns a hundred sheep and one of them wanders away, will he not leave the ninety-nine on the hills and go look for for the one that wandered off? And if he finds it, truly I tell you, he is happier about that one sheep than about the ninety-nine that did not wander off. In the same way, your Father in heaven is not willing that any of these little ones should perish. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I know that quite often it could be the case, and I've seen this many times before, that the congregation might think to themselves, we have a children's worker, tick the box. We have a youth pastor, tick the box. We've got youth leaders, tick the box. We've got people that work with children, tick the box. That's great. So the children and the young people, they're looked after. So I can just sort of relax and uh, be rest assured in the knowledge that our children are being looked after. Well, I want to gently remind you that the ministry of looking after the children and the young people in this church doesn't just solely rest on my shoulders and on Lynn's shoulders and on the shoulders of the people that work with the young people and on the children. It belongs to all of us. Because let's imagine what this church would be like this morning without all of these children here. It wouldn't be as dynamic. It wouldn't be as vibrant. And we wouldn't have a future And we really need to, together, pull together to to really work towards seeing these young people and these children grow up in the ways of God. So I just want to challenge you, actually, just a little bit, just a gentle challenge. Tea and coffee time. When there's a tea and coffee time, it's very easy for for us adults to talk to our friends about the football, about work, about things that that concern us because they're adult conversations. But I want to ask you, during tea and coffee time, spend a bit of time and and talk to a child. Talk to a young person. Because remember what I said. Jesus said, if you welcome a child, it's just like you're welcoming him. And we really want children to really feel like they're a part of the church. Not just through the people that work with them, but through everybody. Okay, so that's my little plug for the children. And children, you are really special. Now, the other thing that we were looking at today was sheep. Now, I did a little experiment on Friday night. 
I used the, uh, the kids that go to the gap, the kids that are years six, seven, and eight. I, I did a little experiment. I wanted to find out what kind of animal they would like to be and why. You know, if they could choose, what would they want to be? We had some really strange answers, actually. We had some obvious ones as well. We had a lion. We had a gorilla. Uh, we had a dog. But the most bizarre one was a fly. A fly. And when I said, why would you want to be a fly? (laughs) The girl said, so I could fly in and out of people's houses and see what they're doing. And I thought, thought, actually, that's not too bad. I wouldn't mind being a fly on the wall in some people's houses. So there's, I could see why someone would want to do that. But you know, no one, no one said a sheep. And you know what? I wasn't at all surprised because why would you want to be a sheep? I mean, really, most sheep meet with an ignominious end, don't they? I mean, most of them end up with mint sauce on them, don't they? And children, if you ever walk through a field, don't shout mint sauce at a sheep because they get very scared, all right, and they run off. Never, ever do that, all right? Never shout mint sauce to a sheep. But no one really wanted to be a sheep, You know, and I I could understand that because I wouldn't really want to be a sheep either. Because let's face it, most people, when you think of a sheep, you think of like a dumb animal, don't you? A stupid animal. You know, an animal that, you know, well, they're just dumb and stupid. But, you know, the Bible talks about sheep in a very different way. And Jesus actually commends us for being sheep-like. Because sheep are trusting and sheep are humble. And, you know, it just goes with what everything the Bible talks about. Because the kingdom of heaven is completely upside down. For instance, if you want to be rich, you've got to become poor. If you want to be strong, you've got to become weak. If you want to be wise, you've got to become full. If you want to have intimacy with God, you've got to be vulnerable. And that's the link between children and sheep, because children and sheep are vulnerable. And I think that's why God loves children so much, because they're vulnerable, they're humble, they don't have any guile. And sheep are a little bit like that as well. They need a shepherd. And you know, we all need a shepherd. Sometimes we don't think that we do, but you know, the alternative to being a sheep, as far as the Bible is concerned, is a goat. And, you know, goats are rebellious. Goats don't think that they need a shepherd. Goats want to do their own thing. And at the end of the age, Jesus is going to separate the two groups of people, the sheep and the goats. Now, I don't know about you, but I want to be a sheep. I want to be humble. I want to be trusting. I want a shepherd. And, you know, Jesus said elsewhere that he knows his sheep and his sheep know him. And when they hear his voice, they come to him. I want to ask you this morning, can you hear the voice of the shepherd? Are you listening to the voice of the shepherd? Even though you can hear my voice, can you hear that still, small voice of the shepherd calling you? Because for some, we hear his voice and we run off. For some, we hear his voice and we ignore it. But Jesus wants intimacy with us. 
Jesus doesn't want us to have rules and regulations that can puff us up and fill us with pride. He's not really concerned about how much we know about religion. He wants to know how much we know about him. But more than that, he wants us to know him. Because the unique thing about Christianity is that we can actually know God, not know about God. And I don't think there's any religion that can can actually bring us into the presence of God in the same way that Christianity can. Now, I want to ask you, if you were given the option out of being a sheep or a goat, what would you rather be? Would you rather be a sheep or a goat? Do you want to be obstinate all your life? Do you want to kick against the goads? Do you want to run away and do your own thing? Or do you want a shepherd? You see, we all need a shepherd. And Jesus said, this is the amazing thing, that I lay down my life for my sheep. Every one of us today can become a sheep-like person. Not naive, not stupid, but humble, but trusting with a shepherd. Someone that loves us, someone that cares about us, someone who laid down his life for us. Because Jesus said, I've got sheep that are in another there are other sheep that need to come into my sheepfold. Not the Jewish people. Yes, he came for them first and foremost, but us as well. There's a place for us in the kingdom of God. What we need to do, every one of us, is to humble ourselves, become like a child, and ask Jesus into his life. So if you hear his voice today, don't harden your hearts, but turn and be healed by him. Because he laid down his life for you and he loves you. In Jesus' name, amen. Let me just pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you sent your son Jesus who laid down his life for us so that we could come into the kingdom of heaven. And we've all got our agendas. We've all got the things that are playing on our minds, the things that concern us. But what you want to speak to us today is your word into our hearts. And you want to draw us into your presence so that we might become vulnerable before you and know intimacy with you. And Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would rest upon us, that you would give us your peace, your perfect peace that transcends all understanding and lead us into that sheep pen that we might call on your name and know you as our shepherd. And I ask it for your precious name's sake. Amen.